Greetings, everyone. Today we are in Proverbs chapter 24, verses 21 and 22. Here's what it says. My son, fear the Lord and the king, and do not join with those who do otherwise. For disaster will arise suddenly from them, and who knows the ruin that will come from them both. So far in chapter 24, we've heard Solomon speak quite a lot about not desiring to walk with the wicked or to follow their ways. We learned that who we desire to fellowship with tells us a lot about ourselves, who we are and who we are becoming. We also learned that we should not be deceitful and underhanded like the wicked, uh, but rather stand up for the helpless and the hurting people around us. And in the last couple devotions, we looked at how we should not envy or be jealous of the wicked. So now, today, Solomon is saying not to join with the wicked and more specifically not to join with those who do not fear the Lord and the King, but rather we should fear them. All right, the thing Solomon puts first is that he says, to fear the Lord. So why should we fear God? Matthew 10 gives us a good insight on this, I think. Uh, Verse 28 says, And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Now, I have heard it said before, maybe you have as well, that the kind of fear we should have toward God is something more like uh, a reverent fear to respect Him. And while that is true, we cannot exclude the most extreme fear one can imagine, which we just read about. We should not belittle or downplay the holiness of God. In our own unholiness, we seek to take the glory from God every day that belongs to Him. Uh, We rebel against Him, we're disobedient, we've been believing the promises of the world and Satan over Him, and we do that on a regular basis. Our brokenness should bring us to our knees before God. He is perfect in love and justice, His righteousness, is seen in his character and his attributes, and we have none of that. Uh, Okay, now here is something interesting, I think, and amazing. When we fear the Lord, there is an aspect of fear that is removed. Um, When we fear God and bow before him in trust, the fear of everything else disappears. We already read how we're not supposed to fear mankind, those who can kill the body. So we shouldn't fear man. But when we fear God the way we should and trust Him, the fear of everything else disappears. So we, we just read Matthew 10, 28, which says to fear God, but the next two verses tells how God removes other fears. So let's read that. Verse 29, Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? And not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. But even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. So it's pretty amazing, right? We don't fear man even when he makes threats against us. We don't fear not having our needs met. And we don't even fear the wrath of God as we did before. Why? 
because Jesus took the wages of our sin on the cross and he imputed his righteousness, his holiness into us um, so that that's how God sees us now. And then practically he's working his righteousness out and growing us in sanctification in our lives to be more like him. So yeah, it's amazing. And I like First uh, John 4, 17 and 18, it says this, and it goes along with what we're saying. By this is love perfected with us so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment. Because as he is, so also are, are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love cast out fear. For fear has to do with punishment. And whoever fears has not been perfected in love. So God has taken away our fear of judgment. So it's an amazing thing, I think. Finally, why should we fear the king? Well, I think Solomon was sure that God was the one who set him up as king. But I think um, that this truth goes beyond Solomon. And the Bible tells us that God is the one who sets up authority in the whole world. Even evil come into authority positions because God is the one who sets it up that way. Not only in government, but in homes and in organizations. Accountability to authority is much better than if every person were for themselves in the world. I mean, who doesn't agree that it's a must in sports and business? Accountability and leadership. Everyone cannot be the leader or we would all be going into different directions and never accomplish our goals. Um, 1 Peter 2, beginning verse 13 says, Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor as supreme or to governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. For this is the will of God that by doing good, you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Verse 17, honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the emperor. Servants, be subject to your masters with all respect. And notice this, <clears throat> not only to the good and gentle, but also to the unjust. So, yeah, we should be subject and, and fear the king. However, I think to understand the context of all this, I don't, I don't want us to miss out one thing. What if the emperor goes against the Lord? Who should we be subject to? I think the common sense answer is clear here, but Paul gives us more clarity in how we should respond to authority. I think when he tells children how they should honor their parents, Ephesians 6.1 says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. So we should not fear or honor others to the point of going against the Lord. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your word, Lord. You are totally awesome. Um, Lord, thank you for letting us fear you. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, Lord. Please give us more insight to the context of how we should fear you. And Lord, help us to, to fear um, those in authority in the way that you would like as well, Father. You are the ultimate authority. Uh, your word says in Psalms 47, 2, For the Lord, the Most High, is to be feared, the great King over all the earth, Lord. And thank you that 
in fearing you, Lord, you have brought us to repentance and showed us that you're the greatest treasure in, in the universe. And you have removed all fear from our lives so that we are free and we may joyfully go and share this good news with all people, Lord. We love you so much. Thank you for Jesus Christ who died for our sins and rose from the grave that we might have victory and have freedom from fear. In Jesus' name, amen.